Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go around the room. Some of his hobbies include golfing and fishing, so rooting for a football team that wins is about the only thing missing. Okay. <laughs> got Cowboys fan. The producer ready, everybody. I got a question for you guys. Do you think I can go to jail for this? So, a couple weeks ago, I got sick. Lunchbox got me sick. I went to the doctor. The doctor go. said, look, you're good, but I'm going to prescribe you some antibiotics. Don't take them yet unless you get worse. So, I've had them, never had to use them. And then a couple days ago, a friend of mine's like, man, I'm not feeling good. I'm going to go to the doctor. And I said, dude, I got some antibiotics that I'm not using. You can have them if you want. Then I thought for a second, I'm like, hey, wait a second. Can I go to jail for this? You won't go to jail. You're not selling them. But, I mean, they were prescribed to me, yeah, yeah, not you, him. You won't go to jail. So I can't see anybody actually prosecuting you for that. <laughs> well, the, the problem that I would see with it, though, is, well, one, you prescribing medicine to somebody with no background at all yeah. in medicine. I'm not a doctor. Secondly, you don't know if it's viral or if it's bacteria. And if it's bacteria, that might work. But if it's viral, it won't. Yeah. Because a virus is something that's you can't, it's just got to run its course. So you may be giving them medicines, making his immune system weaker and not helping at all because the more you take antibiotics, the less your body. Oh, dang. Jail- I, I would be hurting them more? Maybe. Oh, maybe. But jail, no. Oh, I don't know. It says sharing prescription medications of any kind violates state and federal laws that can lead to community service, probation, and time in prison. Ah! The answer is no. Well, I, I didn't do it for the you record. You won't go to jail because no one's going to prosecute you even though it's against the law. Okay. But you probably shouldn't do that. Especially if you don't know what it is that's making him sick. Like, there are times where if somebody has something and I had it and I know for sure, I'm like, what do you think? Bacterial viral. <laughs> and then that you shouldn't do that. But, I'm, you know, sometimes allergy medicine that uh-huh. I have. Pres- you know, I've been known to do a little bit. Blah, 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 blah. But, but no, you're not going to go to jail. <laughs> okay. But don't do that. All right, I won't. Okay. That's risky. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. That's risky. This next person provides the show with the bonehead story every single day, and he was once a roommate with our guy that works in the glass room. His name is Ray. Here he is, lunchbox. <laughs> Uh, trampoline parks. Everybody loves them. Let's go jump on trampolines. What could go wrong? Well, we went with another family a couple weeks ago, and the trampoline park claimed another victim. The mom of two boys, she thought, oh, you know, no big deal. I'll play dodgeball with the kids on the trampoline. And she's playing dodgeball. Down she goes. She got the diagnosis early this week after the swelling went down. She went to the doctor. Torn MCL. Oh. oh and torn ACL. Double. Mm. When your wife, when that happened to her, it was brutal. Brutal. What, what did they say happened to her? Uh, it was a severely sprained ankle, and the doctor said you would have been better off breaking it. It was so bad. And we were there for four jumps. At least we were there for like an hour before this happened to this mom. Not minutes, jumps. Yeah, yeah. Like we <laughs> filled out the, it took us longer to fill out the waiver when I was with my wife. And she fills it out. We like start jumping one bounce, two bounce, three bounce on her fourth bounce. Down she goes in crying pain. And I looked at my buddy Garrett and I said, does this mean I got to go to? And so I had to take her home. Yes, you had to go to. Of course. I Remember the time you went to the co- to the uh, comedy show during the storm? <laughs> he left his wife at home. They oh, just yeah. had tornadoes and his wife was scared. And he's like, I want to go to the comedy show. I have tickets already. And so he left to go to the comedy <laughs> show. It's yeah, man. Kind of what, what you'd have done here. You, you know what else I did? What? I was in Vegas uh, for um, a Dirk show, and um, my, there were storms at the house. Left my wife, went to Vegas. So you just flew to Vegas? Yeah, it was for work, though. I had to go. When did, did Dirks you? have a work show in I Vegas? I don't remember that. I was like last uh, December of 2021. And uh, anybody remember a Dirks Bentley show for that he would have you would to have go to go to? to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a flyaway with listeners. Like we're at happy hour with the listeners and all this. And then here's the funny part: the happy hour, the listeners never showed up. Wait, you really had this? Yeah. Huh? And they never showed up. You never told us. You got stood up by listeners. <laughs> no, I didn't ever tell you. But that's the first time I saw that um, the guy the he had the rose on his jacket, so they know it was him. And they saw him. And they were like, oh, I "Ain't doing it." That was the first time I'd ever seen that Jackson Dean guy, and I was like, "That guy's gonna be good." But to clarify, okay. his wife, this is a really big deal. Like, yeah, she lived has, where there was a tornado, and there's trauma there. Yes, there were like four houses down. The houses were totally destroyed. Right. It's also so, different if you felt like work was making you go. I know. I'm just letting you know. So it's not like I'm a bad guy. Okay. All right. She recently found out her doll collection may be worth some money, and her morning corn is usually pretty funny. Here she is, Amy, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Succession is back and Ted Lasso, but I haven't been watching it because I want it to build up, you know? Same. Like, I, I haven't it. touched a single episode for that reason. So I'm having to find filler things, and one of those shows is, it was saw that it was popular on Netflix, and it's called The Night Agent. And I've been watching it, and my son even is watching a little bit with me, although I kind of have to say, ooh, don't do that. Don't say that word. Don't do that. But it's fine. And he's obsessed with it. So now it's awesome because I have an adult show to watch with him. It's getting a really good score, too. 81% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I just looked it up when you said that. Based on a novel, it's a sophisticated character-based action thriller centering on a low-level FBI agent who works in the basement of the White House, manning a phone that never rings until the night it does, propelling him to a fast-moving and dangerous conspiracy that ultimately leads all the way to the Oval Office. Yeah. That's super fake, but... Oh, my goodness. That's so cheesy. It's good. Is it? Is the acting cheesy? I feel like the acting's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not into this then. When, I mean, honestly, when I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, this could happen. Okay, what is the difference on Rotten Tomatoes? Because the average tomato meter says 76%. What is that? Because that's people who review it, like actual oh, so people. Oh, so that's... 
who nah. are movie reviewers. Got it. And the other, the audience score, people who just get on and can vote. Okay. So, all right. The Night Agent, you recommend it? Yeah. We haven't watched Ted Lasso either. Same reason. We have been watching Succession, though, as it comes out. I wish we would have let that build. Because it finishes, and I'm like, I'm ready for the next one. Yeah. You gotta wait. Oh, gotta season, wait. season two is really good at Succession for the second time. If you what I should watch. really do is wait for a whole like series to run its course, a brand new series, oh. all like seven seasons. Oh my! Oh man! I'm waiting, guys. That was gonna season four. <laughs> I'm waiting. Then you get to watch it all. That you could do that. You could go do that right now with Friday Night Lights. No, it's over. I, I'm <laughs> yeah, done. It's so good. I'm done. All right, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he likes to order Uber Eats, and the drivers always mess up the studio deets. Bobby Bones. That's true. They never can find us here. So I posted a video of my wife cutting my birthday cake last Sunday. I worked it was Sunday, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Sunday. And I was amazed at the cutter. It's like this thing, and you put it on the cake, and you kind of squeeze it, and it cuts the cake. And it's puts unbelievable. It on it's amazing. And yeah, so it's people, like a cutter, like a pair of tongs, but cutters. Yeah. People have been asking me, "Hey, what's up? Where is that?" I don't know. But Eddie found it on Amazon. I did seven ninety nine on Amazon. What's it called? Just search cookie cutter, and it's like, you know, four pictures down. How about cake cutter? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Cake cutter. Cake cutter. Tong- I did cake cutter slash tongs. Why don't we just link it? Let's do it. I'll give it to Morgan. She can link we'll it. We'll put it up because so many people have been asking me about it, and it was awesome, and I wanted to use it, so I did. And So you put the triangle over the piece of cake. It cuts it down, and you squeeze it a little bit, and it picks the cake up and puts it on the plate. I've okay. never seen anything like yeah, that I mean, in my I, life. I was blown away. It wasn't even like technology-based. Yeah. It was just metal. <laughs> And it was awesome. But we'll put that up if you guys want to see it at bobbybones.com. It's time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I have an eight-year-old son. Our house has become the hub for him and four of his closest friends to get together and all hang out. It does get hectic at times, but I treat them all as family. The issue I'm having is with one of the friends who doesn't have a mother figure in his life. She left him and his dad a couple years ago, and to say the least, he has had a hard time adjusting. Some days, when he'd be over, he would hang out with me instead of the boys. He'd help me out in the kitchen and has even offered to do a few chores around the house. But the last time he was here, he accidentally called me mom. I'm not sure how to tell his dad about it. Any advice on how to approach that? I don't want him not to be allowed over anymore or for it to be awkward for him. Would it be bad to continue letting him call me mom, or is it okay considering what he's going through at this age, around eight years old? Signed, mom, my son's friend. Oh, wow. That's a tough one. Mm. You know, I can say this. I never had a dad, and so there were male figures in my life that I would do things with. It was somewhat like a dad, you know, if it was sports you know, even working one-on-one with some of them, like if they teach me how to do certain things, I was very grateful for that. I never called him dad though. That's, but also I, you know, and when I ended up being 13 or so, Arkansas Keith came in, but I was already wired at that point. But I never called him dad. So that part I don't really relate to, but this is a young age. Mm-hmm. Eight's a young, Eight, super yeah. still impressionable age. So I don't have any problem and you're probably being really kind to do it, but doing somewhat mom mentory type things with the kid if it's natural and it doesn't feel weird because he's not going to get that. If, it, it's, if it's not from you, he ain't going to get that. So I have no problem with that. There, there will have to be a boundary. No breastfeeding. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> no, 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 no
I'm not really sure about it. What do you think, Amy? He's eight. Your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think a little bit of a boundary with that, but still providing that nurture that he may need. But talking with the dad, I think, would be my first step. And I think that that's totally okay. You're coming from a place of love and care and not, you know, you know, it's like you're not angry or anything that he's called you mom. You have compassion for it. You feel for him. So going to the dad and saying, hey, how can we work on this together? Because I don't want it to be an unhealthy bond because I can't actually be his mom and provide everything he needs. But I'm I'm happy to give him some of that. I don't know. Call a therapist. <laughs> oh, okay. Just defer. <laughs> yeah, just said that. Yeah. Eddie? I think it's cool that she has just been so nice to him and there for him that he does feel comfortable enough to call her, her mom. Uh, yes, I think she needs to talk to the dad and just let him know what's going on. But I think it's I think it's okay. I mean, I call my mother in law mom, and she's not my real Different, mom. Different though. This is, I get it. Yeah. This is not, but that is your mother in law. Like it's I get not it. The same. I get it. But obviously, this kid feels comfortable with her, and like, or he's what? just looking for a mom. Period. Right. Mom figure. Yeah, I, was, I don't think she's gonna mislead him in the way like, oh, okay, yeah, like you call me mom, I can be your mom. Like, no, just have the conversation with the, with his dad and just say this is what's happening. But I'm happy to be here for him with whatever he needs. Yeah, no mom calling though. You don't you like that? Uh, no, I feel like it I think it's an unfair a... expectation of her in yeah, his yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And again, she's a friend's mom. What if the kid's not friends anymore with the other kid? That ends up being a thing. Yeah. Could be awkward. Future when he grows up, any connection he has with a woman, suddenly he's calling her mom. What about mama? I was thinking a nickname. No, yeah. mommy. Miss Friends Mom. <laughs> That's her name. You can step in and do some of this stuff because he does need some sort of mother mother like figure. Yeah. But especially if the dad is a dude yeah. and not as warm. But still, no mom. Like, if one of my friend's kids started calling me Pops, I'd be like, yeah, no problem, man. I'm Pops. That's fine. Different. Does the kid not have a dad? Right. Is the kid eight? Does the kid have all the same situation where the dad left or died? Right. And you just made it a nickname. I know. And he called me dad. I'd be like, oh, this is weird. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever fantasize, Bobby, about like... Whoa, 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 whoa. No, Amy... Y'all, a fantasy is imagination. No, we know. No, it's a fa- Go ahead, what's your question? Okay, I'm sure he's sort of, yes, he has in this fantasy, like he wants a mom, but so I'm thinking back to you as a, a kid, these different quote-unquote father figures. Did you ever think like, oh man, wow, I wish and pretend in your head like this is your dad or like what would it be like if he lived in my home and took care of me in this way? No. No? I did not. I just hated, I was resentful of everybody that had a dad. yeah. Because I was like, look, everybody gets a dad. You have no idea what you have. You just think it's so so easy. And, oh, wow, look at you. You get somebody to take you to do all this stuff. Yeah, I was very, uh, I was angry about it. Yeah. I never fantasized about it. <laughs> oh, so, is Other there a better though, word? Sure. Is there a better word? Imagine. <laughs> okay. Did every imagine I had a dad? Dream. That's better. Yeah. I feel like fantasizing. he's gone okay. full fantasy. I think, because as a kid, yeah, when my parents got divorced, I used to look at other families together and... Imagine that mine, like I was with their family, like yeah. with a mom and a dad together. Hey, it's your own fantasy, right? We all have our own. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, thank you for that email. <laughs> Good luck with that. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, these are all money stories. Lunchbox, we'll go to you first. Forbes released their billionaires list. They have 10 of them. That's it? Well, Damn. top 10. Okay. How many can you name? Probably none. Um, uh, the Kardashian girl. 
Uh, She's not, a billionaire. Not one of the top ten. No. Incorrect. Uh, Amy, how many can you name? One, two, three, four. Maybe? Go for it. Okay. Name that billionaire. Come on. Okay, Elon. Correct. Number two. At a hundred and eighty billion dollars. Wow. wow. I see what I'm doing wrong. Go ahead. Oprah. I'm two. sorry. You've been eliminated. Eddie, how many All billionaires right. can you name? Uh, two. Of the nine. Go ahead. Uh, Bezos. Jeff Bezos at number three at $114 billion because of Amazon. Go ahead. That's just crazy money. Bill Gates. At number six, $104 billion because of Microsoft. And that's all I got. The CEO of some big company. Yeah, I think some of them you'll know. Warren Buffett at $106 billion. I've heard of him. He's still alive? Oh, yeah. Yeah. At number 10, Steve Ballmer. You guys know who oh, yeah. is? He owns the Clippers. Owns the, the Clippers, oh, yeah. but, but is a Microsoft guy. Number nine, Mukesh Ambani from Diversify. I don't know who that is. Number eight, Carlos Slim Elu and family. Carlos Slim. Oh. Do you know who that is? Mexican Mexico? dude. Yeah. Well, yes, Eddie, he's a Mexican dude. Why? Because his name's Carlos? I know Carlos from America. Yeah, but. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> I feel like for a long time, he was the richest. He he was number one for a long time. I don't know if he was the president. I fact-checked that. Uh, Michael Bloomberg, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Larry Ellison, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and there's a new number one, Bernard Alnault and family, who has $211 billion because he owns Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Tiffany & Company, and others. Wow. He bought all those guys? I don't know if he started it or bought it, but now he's the richest. $211. Money's not even a thing. Yeah. No, I wish I had that. You have so much, it's not even a thing. Mm-hmm. I wish I had that, but if I came from the same place, so I would appreciate it. I don't even... Yeah, but you know what? I'd give away 80% of it immediately. <gasps> to just charities? Of 211 billion bucks to you. That, oh, well, that'd be awesome. All of you guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, pro tip, if you steal money from a drug cartel, don't brag about it. Uh-oh. In late March, Eric Tadeo Ramirez was one happy bragging fella. According to documents, witnesses at a party reported hearing him on the phone bragging about how he'd stolen 50,000 bucks from the cartel del, del Noreste. I don't know. You not familiar with that one? Never heard of that one. About two hours before the phone call, blue truck showed up. Call one me. of the trucks came in as a mass dude. And so he was oh. last seen trying to escape with a bloodied face, and they don't know really what's up. They, don't, oh. they, they haven't seen him since. I got a feeling it ain't good. No. Yeah. That's from Yahoo News. But if anybody here decides to steal from a cartel, don't brag about it on the show. Not going to do it. We should already know that, right? Final money. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Final money story. A woman wins $14 million on a slot jackpot. Oh! On a $10 bet. On Sunday at the Atlantis Casino Resort Spa in Reno, she put 10 bucks into a mega buck slot machine, won $14 million, the largest slot jackpot in Reno history. Oh my goodness. That's from 8 News Now. That's crazy. The only reason the woman was in the casino was because a cruise she had planned to go on was canceled. So she was like, well, I guess I'll just go in. Wow. She won $14 million. Ray, didn't you guys win a bunch on a slot machine at some point? Yeah, 3.4 and just had to pay the taxes. 3.4 million? Thousand. Oh. Three thousand That's four hundred. Three point four. <laughs> you can't just say three point four. Okay. You say thirty four hundred. Especially right. after this story. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh man. So you won thirty four hundred bucks and you yeah. pay the taxes. Did they come get that immediately out of the money? No, we just did it with our taxes. They they sometimes do in Vegas we'll take it from you. They did not with us, so we had to pay it when we filed. So did you get that like a slip? Did yep. a slip come out? Yep. They took her social, otherwise you'd be good. Once the olden, get- olden days it would come out and like change. Oh yeah. Now though, they just give you a slip. Yeah, so we gotta hit him with eight hundred bucks of that. It's like twenty seven percent you get taxed. 
Ray's going full financial advisor here to make wow. sure we know he paid the taxes on it. I feel oh. like he's being a little too. We <laughs> paid the taxes yeah, on it. Specific. I'm being honest. I just did it. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Last week, there was a school bus in Southern California, and the driver's driving. He picked up all his 17 students, and he's headed to the middle school, and he looks in that mirror, you know, the one he looks up, he Big, sees the whole fat, bus. long one, yeah. Yeah. He looks back there, and he sees smoke, and he's like, that's not right. So he pulls the bus over, investigates, and there's a fire right by the gas tank. So he quickly gets on the, on the bus. On the bus. He quickly gets on the radio, goes, guys, guys, there's a fire, there's a fire. I'm evacuating the bus now. Call the fire department. He gets all the students out in time, and before even the fire department gets there, the whole bus catches on fire. They're waiting on the side of the road. The fire department is distinguished as the fire, and everyone is safe. Here's the good news. Everyone got to school on time. Oh, That's not wow. the good news. What's the good news? They got off the bus. You want to be delayed. Like <laughs> That's the great news. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the great that's news. That's the great news. I mean, getting to school on time is the worst part of the they, whole story. Oh, so you want to miss the whole day since oh, you're yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like when, oh, I wouldn't. That's I'd be the like, worst news? Yeah, like when my bus, when I was in fifth grade, got smoke coming out of the engine, we had to jump out the back. We were like two hours late to school. We stood in the freaking side yard of someone's house for hours, and they brought out water and snacks, and we sat there for two hours. One of the memories. Yeah. Greatest Man, day ever. It was awesome. <laughs> right across the street from Stephen DePew's house. It was great. I would want to get back to school in time. <laughs> yeah. And they got them there in time. They had breakfast and therapy. People, therapists oh. waiting there with them. Oh, wow. Good job for that bus driver for doing that. That's awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs. And it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes. And then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around. Even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. 
I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. We love seeing celebrities in the wild. We live in Nashville, so every once in a while, we run into a celebrity and we're like, dang, they go to Target? Dang, they grocery shop? Dang, they order Starbucks? Quickly around the room. What celebrity have you seen in the wild over the past few years? Just give me one away, Amy. Okay, Reba. That's a grocery store. Ray? ZZ Top, the airport. Eddie? Hillary from Lady A, Target. So Lunchbox has one today. So we're all going to get guesses on three guesses, see if we can figure it out. Now, Lunchbox, you want to set us up with anything? Uh, Yes, we were outdoors, and the celebrity was doing some exercising. Don't want to say exactly where. Don't want to blow up this person's spot. Okay. (laughs) So we're trying to guess the celebrity. And I had never seen this celebrity in the wild before. Oh. And... You said something to them. Yeah, and we talked. Oh, how's it going? Oh, all right, have fun. See you later. All right, we get three questions each. Do you want to go with the easy? Are we, are we a team on this one? Yeah, let's, let's work we together. we get one guess. We each get three questions and one guess at the okay. end. Okay. That's ten. Um, let's go with the easy one. Was it a country music artist? No. <gasps> Ooh. Let's go. Okay, makes it a l- little easier. What? Huh. Well, it's not so vast now. It's... The, the robust country music. Yeah. All those answers. There's a hundred of them. Thousand of them. Go ahead. Did he talk to them? Okay. Well, um, man or woman? Yes. Okay. Was it, it a man? Yes. Okay. okay so not country man. man. All my guesses are going out the window. Eddie? Um, is this man, has he ever been in this studio before? Yes. What? Not a country artist. So it's not a country artist. It's a man... They've been here, so we would have had them here to interview. So, like, people that kind of my mind, like Chip Eston, but I would consider him a country music artist because he plays the Opry all the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, what about some of the other artists that have come in that are like... No, John Mayer, but I don't think he doesn't even working out. Um, a question, is he over 40? No, not over 40. Okay. He's younger, okay. Is he married? Yeah, married. Eddie? Is he an actor? No. Not an actor. Oh, uh, man. Okay. Okay, so we have not a country artist. It's a man. They've been in studio. They're under 40. They are married, and it's not an actor. They don't They don't. It's not like a chip is on earth. We need to get one more question. We're going to dial these in, okay. guys. See if, if he plays the piano. Huh? Why, why, why? Is that your question? No, no, she's talking to me. I'm talking to Bobby. You think like Elton John, maybe? Billy no, Joel? he hasn't been in the studio. <laughs> like, well, what, I don't are know. You, what are you going for? I think, well, if he's not an actor, then he must be a musician in a different genre. Def- yeah, a different genre. Like but that's Ben? 
Yeah. Rector? Ben Rector plays the piano. Working he out works out. He exercises. He's married. Ben, oh, I is he a friend of yours, Bones? Okay. Is this person a friend of mine? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Amy. Maybe on to something here. Okay. Is his first name A through G? Does it start with that? No. Okay, so it's okay, not so him. It's not ben. But okay. then we also know H through Z is going to be the first letter of his name. Eddie, we have one more question. Yeah, that's a lot of letters, Bones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of 15 letters. letters, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, is this the last one? Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, I mean, we're just going to have to go with friend of Bobby's. Friend? We have a question, though. Is his first name start with a letter between H and N? H I J K L M N. Yes. Okay. Oh! Hey, we're done now. H I J K L M N. Who are my close friends, though? Matt. Did he say close or friends with you? Well, friends would mean we hang out socially, mm-hmm. like outside L- of the show. H I J K L. What's letters? H I N. H I J K L M N. Hank. Don't know Hank. Tom Hanks. Mm. No, I don't. I H I. Isaac. Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas. Don't know him. Isaac. J. 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 Music artist. Oh, gosh. J. K. L. John. J. K. L. Liam. Who, okay, let's not do that. Who are my friends? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm trying to get there. We're such idiots. Luke. <laughs> Luke Bryan. But also Luke. Lionel Richie. <laughs> Lionel was working out. I've never been in the studio. <laughs> You're right. Oh, okay. Ray, do you know from hearing all this nonsense? I'm thinking M, but other than that, no. L-M- M. 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 Matt. 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 Matt still. Mario. Matt Overton. It could be him working out as an athlete, but he has, has he ever been in studio here? Yes, yes. He used to work for us. Yeah. He was our intern. Oh, that's true. He used to work here. Duh. I was thinking like as a guest. Matthew. Married. Not an actor. Friend. It's got to be him. It's got to be Matt Overton. I think Ray figured it out. Lunchbox. Is that our guest, guys? Yeah, let's go Matt Overton. Lunchbox. Is it Matt Overton? No. Oh, yeah, because I don't, no. I don't think Lunchbox would bring that as a... Yeah, you, you would. You never know with him. Okay. He's, sometimes he's scraping for show prep. Matt, we all are. Matthew. Matthew. Mike, do you know who it is? Are we going to be annoyed with him? We are going to be annoyed. Okay. Oh, oh, my gosh. What is it? Is it like who a dog? <laughs> Mike D! Shut up. Oh, my God. I saw Mike D running. We went through all that. We went Mike through D all was that. running. We went through all that. And it was somebody that works on the show. He's here every day. He's in the studio. He's under He's on, under 40. He is a married, and he's a male. Boom. And he's Bobby's friend. Why that do we do it. this? Why do we let him trick us? How good that? was that? I don't know. You're right. He was desperate. How random? Yes. No, no, no. Show prep. no, no. Hey, Scuba, is that a good bit or is that a desperate bit? Uh, this is a podcast only bit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, no, no, no. I have never seen just Mike D randomly in the wild, and there he was running down a path. I will say it is pretty cool when you see it someone. Is, yeah. I saw Amy the other day. Yeah. I, I saw Amy. She didn't see me, and I was like, hi, near where we live. And then I saw my wife the other day, too. And I was like, <laughs> that's crazy. And then we were, we were both like, you're right. Even when you see your wife in the wild, you're like, hey, it's me. You're right. And that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah, but you, brought, you made it do this whole dumb bit for that. Okay. Tell me that wasn't cool, though. Uh, okay. He's running with his headphones in. I'm like, hey, that's Mike D. How far are you going, Mike D? All right, man, have a good run. We're going to get So out we had a few words, just like I said. It's gotten to the point now where I wake up every hour on the hour. I even went to bed last night early, sensible. My wife and I watched the Theo Vaughn special on Netflix. She wanted to watch it. It was recorded here at uh, the Ryman. Ray, didn't you go to that? Yes, all live. She said, I think I just heard Ray yell from the audience. Did you yell from the audience ever? I was trying to do big laughs and yells as well. She goes, I think I just heard Ray in the audience. And I was like, 
Don't be crazy. Did you go back and watch it and see if your your yell made it? I did, but I'd already seen the jokes three times over when you're at the Ryman. They make them do it over and over again. I just couldn't watch the whole special and see a joke for the fourth time. So let me get this straight. Not so much the Ryman, but when they're shooting a special, they they do the joke over and over again just so you can get it. Yes. They can get it on... on it that, was so annoying. That's interesting. Because yeah. they're like, sorry, Theo, we didn't get that, buddy. Can you do that joke? Oh. So if I laughed, I didn't even know what laughs made it or not. Well, somebody goes something like, ah! And Kayla goes, that's Raimundo. Oh, wow. It is distinct when he does that. And I was like, I was like, you're crazy. You're doing loud laughs? Like, what would a loud laugh be if you were trying to get on TV? Like, I'm doing... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Ah. And you were planning those in there? Yeah, I knew they were filming. Yeah. Huh, I gotta go back and watch that now. So we did that. I tried to go to bed at like 9.45. Sensible time. I woke up at midnight, 1.15. Oh, man. 2.30. I got fully out of bed at like 3. I was like, I guess it's time to get up. And I looked down. I was like, oh, I can still sleep for another 45 minutes or so. Laid back down. I just, I don't know what's happening. Because I'm eating exceptionally good. I'm exercising really well. Everything is on like physically that I'm supposed to be doing but I just am waking up every hour I don't know what it is and then I deal with that all day and then I'm exhausted and so I'm like I'm just gonna stay up till 9.30 and I'm gonna try it again and it's the same thing but I just feel helpless because I know from it to bed I said I know I'm gonna wake up at midnight well I told my wife that she was like well if you say that you are I said no that's actually not the case Ah. because there are many times I didn't say that and I still woke up at midnight (laughs) okay in any way yes what is, what is your, I, well, what's your just, prognosis here? I would just stop saying that, first of all, just in case. Okay. And then, uh, are you? is your mind racing at all? My mind lives lot- racing. There's no difference, mm. except I'm doing things healthier. I looked it up. I might have a parasite. Really? It could be one of the things that keeps you up. That's what Google said. Mm. And did you know that most adults have parasites in them? Wow. What do you that mean? That explains things. Are there good and bad parasites, though? Mm. Probably. Like bacteria? I, know, I mean, sure, but I don't know if bacteria is considered a parasite. Okay. Do most adults you should, you should know this, you're a doctor. Have, well, I do. That's why I said it, but I'm just checking my work like a good doctor. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> most of us have intestinal parasites. It is estimated that around 80% of both adults and children have parasites in their gut. Mm. Weird. Well, but anyway, I Google, like, well, I'm going to sleep and it's like, parasite. Now I'm convinced I got parasites living in me, and they just want to party all night. So you fall asleep, and then they poke you in your belly? Like, and like, Well, hey, they're just up. jamming in there. They like to listen to their music late. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, it wakes me up. But then I didn't know that most people had parasites. Humans are hosting nearly 300 species of parasitic worms. Ugh, I worms? Yeah, you can have tapeworms, roundworms. They set up camp so in your body. That's my new theory. That that's why I'm waking up at night. They've set up camp and they like to do nighttime hangouts. But one time I Googled what was wrong with me and I had cat scratch fever. You did? That's what I said it could have been on, on WebMD. <laughs> cat scratch fever. So I have to go to the doctor and get this figured out. So Whatever. And so you, the parasites or the sleeping? All of it. Okay. No, the sleeping I'm not worried about. That'll fix itself once I fix it. Once I, cl- <laughs> I got some squatters living in me right <laughs> now. Is this the parasite party? I got to get them out of there. Are you going to go to the doctor and tell them, hey, doc, this is what I learned on Google, or are you just going to see what he they says? They don't like that. Okay. Sometimes I try to lead them there. <laughs> I'll just go, I read this. They tend to be, get annoyed with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that. You went to the doctor for your ADHD? Yeah, I had to take a TOVA test. Why? Don't you? Don't. Do you have it? Yes, but I was just doing a follow-up because of some medication that I'm on, and they made me take it. It's like 26 minutes long-ish. Or What do they just say? Something? Stare in this circle? And if all of a sudden you're knitting, you're doing jumping jacks, you're like, she has it. Yeah, no. You're staring at a computer screen, and you have a clicker, you know, like mm-hmm. you're clicking if people go into the bar. like, 
And if the square is at the top or the bottom, I can't remember which one, you have to click. And it, sometimes it's the bottom and then at the top. But you're, it's so mundane and boring. And, you know, you fidget, you get distracted. <laughs> so, so you fidget and get distracted. Yeah. How long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25 minutes? Can you just fail that on purpose? So to get you yeah, I'm just fall asleep. Oh, I guess if you wanted to do that, like I don't, I want accurate information about what's going on with me. It's overrated. What's overrated? Accurate, accurate information. information. Yeah. Wait, we see isn't that all that the time. What you want we for see your that sleep? all the time. Yeah. So do you still have it? Do I still have ADHD? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. I got, a, I got scored a negative 12. Hey, good for but, you. But so not she, even even, not even zero. She, wow. she assured me, well, the negatives, it goes from, listen, she tried to explain it to me. I don't understand. But I know that's negative 12. You probably get, lost your focus while she was talking to you. And then I just needed assurance that that wasn't the worst score. And she said, oh, yeah, no, I've seen negative 20 before. Oh, man. Doesn't sound that off, though. I'll be honest with you. 20 to 12, <laughs> if that's the worst one. Right. But the scale is zero to negative 10. So I'm off the scale. Wait, you're off the scale? Oh, <laughs> I know. But she said still not the worst. Uh, wow. Listen, I don't know. Your victory is that you weren't the worst person to ever walk in that doctor's office and take that test? Yeah. Good for you. I like you're, it. Yeah, and to be clear, you have to go. If you are medicated for anything, you have to show up unmedicated on test Oh, day. you walked in like a tornado. <laughs> ah, why but am I, I here? I, Who are you? What am I eating? But I've spent most of <laughs> somebody getting my, married? It's, that's just Amy with no medication. I've spent most of my life unmedicated. I agree. I'm, well, good I'm, for you. I'm unmedicated right now. <laughs> we can tell. Yeah, we can. <laughs> Which I, <laughs> I fidget way more when I'm not, but it's okay. I can take it as needed. No shame. I take one right now. No shame. As needed. No, I'm good. All right, so you get that fixed. I'm going to see if I have parasites. I don't know how to do that, though. I don't know if there's a test. But they do say, and why I think it could be an issue is it, it hurts digestion. And I've had digestion issues. Maybe it's that. I had a colonoscopy. They checked it out. By the way, this has been Old Man Minute with me, Bobby Bones. <laughs> For sure. Parasites and colonoscopy. On the phone, we have Jay, who lives in Delaware. Jay, what's going on, buddy? So I was wondering if you had anybody else in mind to go to Vegas to see Sam Hunt with Lunchbox. And stay in the same room, stay in the same bed. Sure, why not? Yeah, sure. Lunchbox, are you even going now? No, I'm not going, man. I'm not I'm not going with some random dude. Like, what? I mean, this guy sounds awesome, you know, but... What do you uh, like about him? I mean, he just sounds like a dude. Okay. I mean, he sounds like he knows how to party. Oh, Jay, you're not, you're not a party, bud? Party. I am the party. Yeah, I like that. Okay. See? Do you want to maybe rethink your decision? Hey, do you gamble? Yes, sir. What do you like to play? Blackjack. It's like a first date. I oh like it. Lunchbox <laughs> oh, loves blackjack. Yeah, he does. I do love blackjack. Do you play craps at all? Um, I'm sure why not. I can try it. Oh, that's not good. I mean, I don't want someone that doesn't know how to play. He's open to I don't, try it, though. I, I don't want to have to teach him. I don't want to sit there and babysit. This has to be with someone you don't have, like, fu the fundamentals the same. Yeah, like, if you don't have the same foundation, like, yeah. it's not going to work. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. And you don't want to rush just to be in one bed if you don't have the same, like... Right. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, if he doesn't like, play craft, that's like, you know, one person being a Democrat and the other one being a Republican. You just don't get along. It's oil right? oil and vinegar. Ray, Bay is still going with you to Vegas? Yup. So Lunchbox is out completely? Yeah, I mean, that was decided. Yeah, there's no way he's coming because it's our room. We paid for that flight, all that. Yeah, and you show. promised me all this stuff and then you just took it away. I said there was a 1% chance she may still go and then she ended up going. Okay. So what are you going to do, Lunchbox? Not go at all? Not going to go, man. Okay, Jay, we're sorry, buddy. It sounds like he... Was open to the idea, but... Where's Jay from? Delaware. Delaware. How far... I mean, that's a long flight, man. I'm sorry. Ah, you know, I don't even like to fly, but 
It is what it is. He would have done it for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, how awkward would that have been? I'd been waiting at the airport for Jay to come down the escalator, and I didn't. Would you give him a sign to Jay with hearts on it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been <laughs> All right, Jay. Thanks for the call, buddy. He's not. He, he's not going to go to Vegas. All right. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A new survey found the average person makes a first impression in just 27 seconds after meeting someone else. Do you know what that means? We're just judging so much on physical appearance. Yeah. We all do it, obviously. You do it immediately. Mm -hmm. But in 27 seconds, you're not going to learn that much about somebody unless you ask them a direct question as soon as they walk up. Well, here are the things you can learn. Like you said, appearance, a friendly smile, good manners, eye contact, punctuality. Sometimes Lunchbox doesn't fart in the first 27 seconds. Yeah, good, good manner thing is... is yeah, the, that's out the window. Yeah, that's not real. That takes like three minutes at least with him. <laughs> Being conversational and then dressing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all... A, a big part of our society is how you look or how presentable you are or your hair or... It's not always about money, but it's about effort. That's all. Who cares? I'm not even talking about yesterday's show. Go ahead. No, no, we're not talking about that. What percentage yeah. of encounters with people do you feel like, okay, you li- you leave that being like, okay, that, that went well and made a good first impression, or you're like, ugh, I'm so stupid. You mean if I do it? Mm-hmm. Like how you, when you're meeting new people, I how just, often do I you- almost don't care. Okay. Because I'm so... What if it was for work? I give more than 30 seconds, though. Is that what you're asking? No, I'm just saying after you've had a first encounter with somebody, say yeah. it's a, a pitch, a job interview, a TV thing, yeah. do you do you hang up from the Zoom or walk away from the meeting being like, okay, I think I gave a good first impression? Yeah, or- I do sometimes. Or sometimes somebody will just like crush it and I'll be like, dang, I think I want to be their friend. And then it goes one or the other way. And I think most of the times it's right. But yeah, I think you can kind of see and tell people that you kind of vibe with pretty quickly. That 30 seconds is pretty quick. That's way too quick though. Yeah, that's fast. But it's mostly physical. Yeah. Visual. Well, the punctual's on there. I know you like that. Well, your body has to physically be there, so. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know, but you can know if someone was late to the meeting. All right. Okay, so Easter is this Sunday, and egg prices are still high, so the potato industry would like everybody to know, hey, you can paint potatoes instead of Easter eggs, and. That has to be if you only have potatoes already, though, because uh, potatoes cost more than eggs. They do? Yeah. Yeah, like a bag of potatoes, that's not cheap. Yeah, you need a thing of eggs just as. Then why are they presenting themselves as a budget-friendly the, alternative? It's the potato industry. Folks. Yeah. If you want a budget-friendly alternative, paint rocks. Ooh, that's oh. free. That's nature. It's the same situation. If you got paint, paint rocks. Let them find that and then give them the prize after. Okay. But we like to smash the eggs on each other's heads, so how's that going to work with the rocks? Not well, actually. <laughs> okay. Glad you asked. Cas- Cascarones. Yeah. I'd avoid that. But if you don't want to go buying something, my point is, you don't want to buy eggs because they're expensive. Well, either use the potatoes you already have. We're going paint rocks. Okay. Also, just here's some stats for you. Eggs are up 55% and potatoes mm. only went up 13%. Yeah, but what were they at the start? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're suggesting it, but I like your idea of rocks. And rocks you can keep forever. You just cannot smash. Yes, <laughs> anybody said. So Luke Combs and his team, they once turned down $5,000 from a banker for a meet and greet with Luke because what Luke does with his fan club is people are randomly selected to come be a part of his meet and greet for free. Well, this banker in Dallas or something was like, well, hey, I really want to meet him, so here's five grand. And they're like, no, 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 no. And Luke said he just wants to keep it real. He'd rather meet someone that literally cannot afford to be there at all whatsoever and spend that time with them than take somebody's money to meet him. Yeah, you can do both. A little bit when Luke was talking about it, and I saw an article, so it could have been, I could have read it wrong. 
with the wrong tone. He's like, I don't want to pay. And I think paying for mean greets is weird. Some artists have to do that because they don't make any money. Like their margin is so thin yeah. that if people want to pay 20, 50 bucks, 100 bucks to go meet them, they're like, absolutely. Because I got to figure out a way to get enough gas and the Sprinter van and my crew to the next location. So I definitely don't want to shame anybody for charging for a meet and greet. Secondly, he could meet them and give the money to charity, like five people. Mm, that's true. There are a lot of ways. There's, as they say, there's not one way to skin a cat. Although, who skins cats? I don't know. Well, whoever not, they are, I don't like them. Not a friend of mine. Yeah, I'm chase them down. Why is that a saying? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, actually. But, and I understand it's Luke's a man of the people. But there are artists who I don't want to shame at all if they're charging 500 bucks. I think, like, Marin was doing meet and greets and giving all the money back to the music foundation at her school. The charging. So there are ways to do it, too. That's all I want to say. I don't want any artist to feel shamed because... Luke says, ah, I don't want people to pay for meet and greets. I don't think that's that's right. Well, for him, that's not right. Not for everybody. Right. And if you want to meet us, $10,000 yeah. every morning. That'd be cool. No maximum. <laughs> we don't care. Yeah, well, everybody that wants to come in. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. He's 76 years old. His name's David Ray. He's a Vietnam veteran. And he's walking down his steps at home and he fell. He's getting older. Hard to walk down the steps. He's lived in this house for 50 years, but he couldn't actually build himself a ramp. He didn't have the money to really do it. But there's a nonprofit called Ramp It Up, which is in Cincinnati, but it's near Kentucky, and they work with that area. And this whole Ramp It Up was started by a UPS employee, Greg Schneider, and that's what they do. They go and they help veterans, their families, and people with mobility issues across the country to build wheelchair ramps where sometimes they don't have them. So here we go. Here's a clip of Greg, the guy who started it, saying what providing a wheelchair ramp does for people. That's why I say the three things that this is all about is freedom, independence, and accessibility. Some people don't have that. And by having a wheelchair ramp, you get that back. You provide them with that. What's cool is he actually knows this. Yeah. Because I wouldn't know how important a wheelchair ramp is because luckily none of my family's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And so that's only something that you know if you experience it in some way. And then he found that is dialed in and is helping people all the time. So David Ray's happy. Heck, I'm happy. That, <laughs> that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, it's time for the morning corny in just a second, but it's investigative corny day. Yeah. It's Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to stretch that muscle. We only have 30 seconds to figure it out. Here's what I've been told, though. The corny's gotten harder. Oh, really? Just finding harder jokes. This one's hard. That's we have good. 30 seconds to figure out the morning corny. We got this. Time's on the clock. The clock does not start until she's done with the joke. The morning corny. What happens if you eat a book of synonyms? They taste the same. You eat a book, um, all the pages taste the same. Yeah, synonyms. synonyms. They all taste the same. Is that what that is? Was synonyms same word? Yeah. And did we get that? What happens if you eat a book? I think she would say what happens if you eat that time already? What? 15 or 30. No, 30. Well, now we got penalized five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Book of synonyms. They taste similar. They all taste the same. I, I don't know. I feel like your answer is pretty good. But what's, that, what's your answer? That's not it. <laughs> um, you ready? Yeah. It gives you a thesaurus throat. The sorus. I don't know what that means. The sore throat. The sorus. So a thesaurus, <laughs> you can go and find words that, that are synonyms. Yeah. Like Maybe if you said, I don't know, stinky, and you looked it up, smelly, 
Oh, you don't use a dictionary? Why well, I didn't say that. <laughs> Lunchbox a dictionary doesn't there. do that. Eddie's no. breath. There you go. There you go. It's good. Now we're on to it's it. It's good. Good. Are you serious? Lunch, yeah. Lunchbox's butt. <laughs> That's no joke. That that joke is terrible. A thesaurus, a thesaurus well, throat. Yeah, would you ask it again? Okay, what happens if I maybe I say swallow? Maybe what happens? Yeah, I just feel like there's a. It is funny. But there's just a okay, little yes. worse what, you could have done. What? Okay, let's walk through it. What happens if you swallow a book of synonyms? You get, get a thesaurus, thesaurus throat. throat. Well, that would have been the first thing we said. No, yeah. wouldn't. I'm telling you what. <laughs> we yeah. never, never got, got there, that. Even if she had said it perfectly, never. Uh, so we did not Too get that. Too hard. Um, too weird. I mean, sometimes like, they're too easy. Sometimes they're too hard. Sometimes they're easy. <laughs> sometimes they're hard. All right, thank you. We lost. We're losers. Oh. We're moving on. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and to ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs. And it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes. And then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around. Even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. 
If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Let's go over and talk to Haley who lives in Missouri. Haley, good morning to you. Good morning. We're going to give you a chance to win a $50 Sonic gift card with a little game we call Never Gonna Get It. Now the question is, I just want to read the question for everybody so when I talk more about the game, you'll at least be thinking about the question. Just 8% of guys perform this grooming task weekly. So it's, it's less than 10%. It's less than 1 in 10. Just 8% of guys perform this grooming task weekly. Now, what's going to happen is, Haley, I'm going to come to you, and you're going to get to give me your answer. And you'll probably miss it because you're actually never going to get it. That's what we call the game that. And then I'll go to the show. You probably won't get it either. You don't know. But that's why we call it that. Never going to get it. Yeah. And then there'll be a bonus round at the end. If she can win any of those rounds, she wins the gift card. Okay. I've stalled enough to let you guys think about it. Haley, just 8% of guys perform this grooming task weekly. What is it? Okay, goodness. I hope that I'm wrong, actually, but I'm going to say wash their face. Wash their face. You know, I don't wash my face very often. Huh. Mm. I'm lucky, blessed to have good skin. And usually if I wash my face, I break out a little bit. Which is so bizarre. But I wash it with water. I'm like, I get in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that. I don't put on like the... I do even like soap. I'm okay. But I like face wash. I don't do any of that. I don't do that. One day I'll be like, I wish I would have washed my face more. <laughs> so, but that is not right. That's incorrect. How do you guys feel about your answers? Really good. Really, really good. Fine. Okay. Haley, which one of these guys would you like to represent you? Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, or Morgan? How does Morgan feel? I didn't hear her. She, I don't feel great. She didn't answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um... Eddie always says that he feels good. Lunchbox is the least hygienic person. Oh. Rude. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's good. You know what? Heck, I'll, I'll do a package. If you want Eddie and Lunchbox together, you can have them. Okay, beautiful. Let's do it. All right. That's a deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you two. We're going to come to you in a second. Amy, what do you have? I have ear hair. Like trim or shave ear yeah. hair? Okay. Morgan? I have in the same vein, but it's like their nose hairs. Okay, we got two hair situations here. Nose hairs, ear hair, both are wrong. So good thing she didn't pick one of you guys, but let's see if yep. the peanut gallery has anything. Eddie, what do you have? Amy, you are so close, but I'm going to go with cleaning your ears. That is a different answer for sure. Oh. You say cleaning also wrong. ears. Lunchbox, what do you have? Well, I have a question. I don't know what this is, so it may be the same thing as washing face, so you need to answer this. Because Amy talks about this exfoliate. Not the same thing. Okay, that's what I'm going with. I don't know what that is. Exfoliate would be like uh, rubbing the skin off of it. I feel like 8% would be high. That's it. I'm going to say exfoliate. 8% of guys perform this grooming task weekly. We have clean your ears and or exfoliate. Come on, baby. Both those answers are wrong. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's round two over. Okay. Now, Now I'm going to let you all think of another answer, and she gets to pick if the group gets it or not. Okay, so think about it again. Just 8% of guys perform this grooming task weekly. Oh, I got it. So write down your answers. Let me know when you're in. What is a grooming task? Got it. I'm in. Ah, man, I guess. Writing something down. Okay, I'm in. Boom, Morgan's in. Lunchbox is Googling what is grooming. (laughs) Doesn't know what that is. I mean, I feel like there's two. Just 8%, guys. Yeah. Just 8% of guys perform this grooming task weekly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so here's what you have, Haley. Your last chance to win the gift card. You can pick that the whole show, that somebody gets it or the whole show misses it. Gosh, Eddie sounds so confident again. Yeah, I got this one. 
He always okay. does this. Now you're tricking. Hey, this one for sure I got. Okay. Let me see what you got. Let me Don't see tell me that. that. Okay, no. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Okay, so she doesn't want any of you to get it. Wow, wow, wow. Amy, what do you got? Shave head. Shave head. Incorrect. What? Morgan. Wash their underwear. I'm gonna put you on hold for a second. Ooh. Eddie. Well, I feel oh. dumb. Shave head. Incorrect. Okay. Shave your head, guys. Eight percent of guys shave their head every week. No, no, no. Eight. The reason why it's Only small eight. is like like Scuba Steve. Only How often eight. does he shave his head? Every two weeks, I bet. Lunchbox. Eight percent of guys perform this grooming task. What is it? Wash their sheets. Wash their sheets. Incorrect. Wash their sheets. What on earth? So Morgan, your answer was wash your underwear wash or your their underwear. underwear. Okay, here's what we're gonna do, Haley. You said nobody would get it. If you'd like to change it and say Morgan got it right, I'll let you change it. If not, you can stay. No, I'll stay. Okay, good thing you did. That's not right, Morgan. Nobody got it. First of all, Haley is our big winner. Nice job, Haley. 8% of guys perform this grooming task weekly. It is shave their armpits. And half, oh, of, so close. and half of dudes never do it. But you guys are doing trim and shaving every body part except the old armpits. I Who does that? armpit hair because of Bobby says he does it. But I was like, well, you had it, but then you didn't. Yeah, right there. armpit. You hair. still shave your armpits? With a clipper. Dang every, it. Every two weeks or so. Wow. <laughs> I've never. I got trolls coming out of there. And there's awesome. We got full upside down treasure trolls <laughs> for sure. Haley, you won. So congratulations. How do you feel? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Oh, yeah. she did. Wow. Yeah. wow. All right, give her that gift card. Nice job. There's Haley. I want to first say that I'm always excited and we have a good guest on the show. But like tomorrow, super pumped because Chris Tomlin's going to be in and he's going to play Good Good Father. You're a good, good father. So I did a whole hour with him and it was amazing. He came to my house and I feel like we're buddies now. It Look, we text a little bit. Like about what? Golf, oh. hanging out. Yeah, buddies. Yeah, and so I'm going to do a thing with him coming up. And so he's going to come play tomorrow on the show. I didn't ask him. He has a show coming and, you know, they were like, hey, would you like? So I'm super pumped about this one because I never heard him sing in person. Yeah, that's awesome. So he's going to do Good, Good Father, I know. And he's bringing in Blessing Offer, who is another new artist. It's really good. So that's tomorrow. I just, I'm a little excited about that one. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> I do want to talk about this because this guy narrowly escaped a laundromat explosion when he left his lighter in his pants. Oh. Now, it makes sense. And maybe something was wrong with something. But it seems like a lot of people would leave their lighter in their pants. Yeah. So here you go. Forgetting to empty his pockets. Almost cost him his life. Security footage has gone viral of a man leaving a laundromat just moments before one of the dryers explodes. Now, I'm going to tell you what happens. He puts it in. He walks out. He's got a bag on his left side. He walks out. Sets his clothes. The flap of the front of the dryer opens because of the pressure. And then, boom, it looks like a car bomb goes off. And you see it all on camera. And I'm like, that's what's up with leaving a lighter in your pants? Yeah, how big was that lighter? (laughs) The incident is blamed on a cigarette lighter that was left in a clothing pocket tossed in the laundry. Both butane and lithium-ion batteries can reportedly ignite under certain circumstances, especially when mixed with high temperatures inside the dryer. Wow. So, a lot of things had to go exactly wrong. Because, again, I'm sure a lot of people leave their lighters in their pocket. Yeah. But I would think, too, if you put it in the washer first and you're switching it over, that's a second chance to find it. And it's not like $1 bills. 
Oh, man, when I'm transferring clothes, I never look in the pockets. Yeah. Like, it's just a big handful into the dryer. But you would think once it's in the washing machine that it's uh, no longer good wider. It would be all washed out. It'd be wet. Yeah, it'd be soaked and it I wouldn't work. I think all the stuff's still contained in there. But then know. if it's contained, does the temperature have to be extra high to get to it? I don't know. I'm just telling everybody, check your pants. Man. Yeah, yeah. that video's crazy. I mean, check your It's pants. like a bomb goes off. Yeah, I mean, he just gets out the door and then boom! And it the blows out the window right next to it, too. So that's all. This is a. This is the more you know. It's a public service. Don't leave your lighters in your pocket. Also, don't smoke. <laughs> I'm going to take it on Use right that now. lighter for candles. Don't smoke. Okay. Hey, I want to go over to Eric in Kansas, who is on the phone. Eric, I appreciate you calling. What's going on, buddy? Hey, morning, studio. Morning. Hey, I was just calling to see uh, how you planned or what you did with your golf buddy you made. Yeah, I never texted him. calling for an update on him. I didn't text him. Nothing? Chickened out? <laughs> Why are you laughing, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. What's so funny? I, I didn't text him. I got nervous. I So for those that don't know the story, I randomly went <laughs> out and played like four holes in the evening of golf. There's a public course kind of near the house. I drove over there, played, and I just... I never just played and got teamed up with anybody. And I went, and I, they, here's this guy. And we walked holes together. I mean, some would say it was a date. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but we, you know, we started hanging out. And I was On like, course. So you're playing, playing yeah. golf. You guys are hanging out yeah. for yeah. holes. Playing and golf. You hit it off. And then we exchanged information. And I was like, when can I text? I just never, I haven't. But, and he has not reached out to you, obviously. Uh, I have his number. Oh. Yeah. He didn't ask for your number? Ooh, oh, he didn't mention that, that little you, detail. Yeah. Well, no, he said... You just said uh, we exchanged No, 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 he said, I'll give you my number. Okay. Oh, okay. So oh, he okay. wants you to text. But I haven't, because I'm nervous <laughs> hey, about it. he's waiting, Bone. I know. Maybe he is, or it's a fake number. But uh, Eric, I, I haven't texted him. The weather's been bad as well, so I don't really know what to do here. Gotcha. All right, buddy. Text him. You got nothing, you got, you got nothing to lose. Yeah, I hear you. Why do you laugh so hard, though, Eric, when you called and asked me the question? Oh. Because you think I'm a I loser? <laughs> He's laughing. No, again. not at all. Oh. I'm, probably, I'm probably a bigger loser than you are. No. <laughs> oh, no, no. All right, buddy. He, he doesn't say you're not a loser. He goes, I'm probably a bigger loser than you are. <laughs> I know. I was like, hmm. Okay. Eric, have a good day, bud. Hey, you two, quick shout out. My wife's a huge Morgan fan, so... Shiver and Wichita, I'll give my wife a shout out. She'll get some scarves and do some twisting with you. So I don't know what he said so there, what? but Morgan, yeah, yeah. there's a big okay. shout out to you. I'll, I'll see you in Wichita. Out. All right. Bye, Eric. Bye. All right, let's do the news. Here we go. The news. Bobby's big stories. Jennifer Anston says she spent her first friend's paycheck on a thirteen thousand dollar vintage Mercedes Benz car that immediately broke down. That was her first big purchase when she started making money. She goes, I really wanted it. It was old. Thirteen thousand bucks. I drove it once. I drove it twice. And I never drove it again. It broke down. That's oh. from Yahoo News, which really isn't the story. But when you first started to make like an adult paycheck or had you know some decent money from working on this show, any first thing you bought that was cool? Oh dang! I feel like when we started making a little bit, it was early in our career, like early in my marriage, where we were like, we got to buy a house, we got to yeah. do this, we got to do that. The time so, like, was very responsible. Adult decisions, <laughs> but I think probably I. 
I bought myself a, a bag at one point that I never would have thought I would have bought myself. Like a purse, like an expensive purse? Mm-hmm, a handbag. And one of them... Because like, the guys won't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know oh, what a bag. I, I know what like, it is. Trust me, I know what it means. I'm a big bag guy myself. Bobby's yeah. a bad guy. But, you know, so that's something that's cool that I think I'll have forever and mm-hmm. my daughter can use too later. I bought my mom when I started, when I, like when I felt like... My first real thing was a pair of Jordans. Because I always wanted shoes and had to buy shoes at yard sales my whole life. So I bought a pair of white Jordans, but like my first one, I was like, oh, I'm making it now. I bought my mom a trailer and two acres of land. Yeah. And I was like, this is legit. So that was a a massive one to me. Lunchbox? Oh, yeah. I bought myself a jet ski because when (laughs) I would go to the lake as a kid, I'd see people out there on jet skis. And I was like, those people have made it in life. That is what life is all about. So I went and bought me a jet ski behind the 05 Ultima, and I didn't have anywhere to keep it, but I drove that thing to the lake and would put it in the water, and let's go. You drag it behind his car. Yeah. The Ultima's in the car. You see his car driving with a jet ski behind it. And then didn't a storm hit and it float away? And then, yeah, someone was like, hey, you can store it at this place. And so I stored it at like a marina thing. There was a flood at the lake, and I never saw it again. That's terrible. Did you get insurance money back on it? No, I had liability only. Yeah. Really? Did you ever say that on the show? I don't know. It still hurts to say it, man. I, the jet was... ski floated away and you only had liability insurance? Yeah. Like, it's gone. Like, it's probably on the bottom of the lake. It may have gone through the Did dam. You know that? I, I didn't know. So, I assume liability is just if someone gets hurt on it? No, liability is if you have to pay for somebody else's anything. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't cover your own. So, if oh. you're liable for something else. Okay, gotcha. Wow. Yeah. So Breaking news. My jet ski, rest in peace. But, I mean, that was the greatest thing that I ever, I mean, it was so awesome. Why don't you have another one? Well, I mean, it's just tough now. Three yeah, kids. kids. I can't. The kids can't go on the jet ski. They're a little too small. I can't rip up the lake. Do you feel cool doing it? Oh, uh, man. Yeah, Chicks cool. loved it. Nice. Yeah, nice. Hold on the back. You ever see Danny McBride? And he in uh, yeah. eastbound and down when he had the jet ski. Yeah. Yeah. That was it, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was awesome. All right, don't store your insurance and registration in your glove compartment, they say. Okay. This is from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Why is everybody running to the cars right no, now? I'll be yep. right back. Okay. Uh, listen, you don't want to get pulled over for speeding. And the place is obviously like, I'll put it, because I've always been told, put it there. But what happens is if someone breaks in your car, they go there first, and they're able to actually get the information from that and create like fake or steal it for your steal your identity because they know where it is. So where do we put so it? Yeah, where do we say, put it? Keep it like a picture of it in your wallet or on your phone because that works as well too. That yeah, works yeah. if you get pulled Otherwise, over. Otherwise, it's just a piece of paper. I say, here's a photo of my... Yes, I, it says it here in the story so it can't be wrong. Okay, hmm. that's smart and then you can keep the original copy in your freezer. If we had a police officer would call us and let us know and the freezer's weird. <laughs> you want to just keep it in a file cabinet. You don't it, at home. I don't know why. It's my thing. I keep all. I keep she my. She has a whole file cabinet no. of blocks of ice in her freezer. <laughs> my passport, my birth certificate. Here's my taxes from 2018. <laughs> uh, did you know the condiments expire? I, I figured eventually, but how long? You should only keep ketchup in the pantry for one month or oh. the fridge for six months after opening. What? Mayo only lasts two months in the fridge. Mustard goes bad after one year in the fridge. Yeah. And before you use them, shake them because that settling separates them and the water. You see it sometimes on the top or bottom, probably top, but you don't want that. So shake it up so it mixes. Otherwise, it doesn't taste as good, but it will expire. Oh. That is from Reader's Digest. Didn't know Reader's Digest was a thing. That's also news. <laughs> That's didn't, know old, it was, didn't know it was back in the day. Yeah. I do want to mention this. So Eddie and I do a big charity show every single year. It's Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots Million Dollar Show. And we've already had it this year at the Ryman, but it is going to be a television special on Circle Network. So that will air on April 8th, which is... Saturday. That's amazing. At 10, 9 central. And the number will be up. So you can also, if you're watching it, you can donate to St. Jude. 
But this Saturday evening, Circle Network will air the never-before-seen Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots' sixth annual million-dollar show. Dirk Spindley, Parker McCollum, Dina Carter, Randy Hauser. I could keep going. Morgan Evans, The Wreckers, Creed Scott staff, which you'll be blown away mm. by. So... I don't know what to say, except I hope you check it out. Circle Network is everywhere. We can put up on how you can watch it. If you have Peacock, you can find Circle Network live there. There's 10 million ways. We'll list it, Morgan. Yeah, it's also going to be up on our Facebook page, too, so people can watch it there. Oh, that's cool. Really? Mm-hmm. We're going to live stream through there. Are we just live streaming someone's TV, or are we live streaming the actual feed? <laughs> no, it's the actual feed. Oh. Like a bootleg? Because sometimes I'll watch the games if I can't find it. Uh, I'll just flip through TikTok or, yeah, yeah, I do that and sometimes. I'll watch yeah. they'll just have the game up and I'll watch it if I can't get it on my phone like Morgan's just filming Circle Network from her house <laughs> yeah just running a live stream on her okay yeah. but we're not doing that no it's an official live stream so 10 9 central on Saturday night Bobby Bones and Raging Idiots I can play you a clip from the last year we did it I'll play you a whole song actually this is how cool it is so this is not from this show because we don't have the audio yet that airs for the first time on Saturday night but here is Eddie and myself and our band the Raging Idiots with Brooks and Dunn Doing Neon Moon live from the Ryman Auditorium. Listen to that guitar. Eddie's playing. Yeah. Listen to me. <laughs> wow. I want you guys to watch it on Saturday night if you can, and you can also donate there. 10 9 Central on Circle Network. We're super pumped about that. And I guess we're still in the news. Did I never hit the outro to the news, Ray? No. All right. That was the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. All right. Coming up, we'll get into our favorite conspiracy theory, the one that you maybe believe. Oh, yeah. Everybody had to bring one in because I'm going to read a few that I found on the internet about this show. Some of them I know if they're true or not. I just I want to keep it a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, we'll do that coming up next. Movie mics. Movie report. In theaters this weekend, Air, starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, who also directed it. It's the story of how Nike landed Michael Jordan back when he was just a rookie and went on to create the iconic Air Jordan shoes. It takes place in 1984 when Nike was on the verge of bankruptcy due to low shoe sales. Also in theaters this weekend, the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's about Mario and Luigi's journey through the Mushroom Kingdom to defeat Bowser, just like in the video game. I'm Movie Mike, and that's your movie report. Check out Movie Mike's movie podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, 
Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. That Alec Murdoch, the guy who is in jail now, right? Yeah. Murdered his son and wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what he went down for, right? Mm-hmm. He's maybe getting others. all these love and what? Maybe others. Yeah, maybe others, but yeah. his wife and his son. Um, he's getting all these love letters in prison. It's a story now because people are like, I want to be with you. And if I were in prison and I was for life, I'd embrace this. Well, for sure. I'd have 74 girlfriends. Yeah, but who are these girls? I know. Yeah. It's weird. Sad. It's people that are sad. People that are watching on Netflix. Because I watched like the first episode of my wife. I wasn't in the mood for it. For some reason, the murder stuff wasn't hitting me right. Where I can watch a Ted Bundy documentary at times, which I did. And I feel guilty about being entertained by it. But I got to be in the right headspace for that stuff. Yeah. And I feel like with everything that's been in the news, you, you know it all now. With Alec Murdoch? Yeah. Yeah. First first thing I'd say to him, if I got him in front of me, I'd say, why do you say your name like that? It's spelled Alex Murdoch. <laughs> but you want to call you Alec Murdoch? Right. So, but yeah, people are hitting him up with love letters like crazy. I think I love you. I think about you every day is one of them. Do you think sometimes people are just messing with him? No. Now? Like, no. Think I think there's really people that are crazy that watch him on TV and like, that's the guy for oh. me. But it also, they must think he's innocent. They don't have to. No. Oh. Some people like a bad hey, dude. Scary. Oh, he, he, hello, he murdered his wife. You could be next. Well, they're not going to be because he's in prison. But yes, <laughs> you could be. Uh, I do have some conspiracy theories about the show that I found online about us. But I want to go through just as a group here. Do you have a favorite conspiracy theory? Either one that you do believe or one that has turned out to be true. Convince us, maybe. That's what we're going to do here. I'm going to go. I got a few of them that I listed. This one I don't think is true because I tested it myself. But they say Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by like a lookalike named Melissa Vandella. And I, when I was on Dancing with the Stars, Avril Lavigne was performing. And I walked by and went, Melissa, she didn't look at me. Oh. And I thought even if she, you know, if she really was Melissa, maybe she still had that inside her. Like, what? Yeah, you don't think about it. Just turn around. She did not look when I said, Melissa. Okay. Now, when I said Avril... Not only does she look, everybody looked and I scampered off. <laughs> Security got closer. Yeah, so I do not think <laughs> that the real Avril died and that there's been a replacement named Melissa Vandella. Secondly, 
sometimes I feel like we're living in a simulation and I have like bought the package and I'm living it and you guys aren't even real. Now this morning I had an incident before I bring it up. I looked over as I was getting onto the interstate and there were six white cars all together and I went glitch. Yeah, that shouldn't happen. Exactly. What? Say it out loud. Yeah, glitch. Okay. There were six white, all white cars, like four white, two trucks, all cars, all right together. They weren't supposed to be together. They were all together. And I went, glitch. <laughs> so I'm not convinced. So the simulation hypothesis is that all of our existence is a simulated reality, just like computer simulation. It bears a close resemblance to other scenarios throughout the history of philosophy. So this has happened in many different versions and layers from all of religious leaders. And just because it's a simulation doesn't mean it's computer and nerdy. But that's, that's one, another one that I'm... Then my problem with that, though, is this. If it were a simulation, let's say I have some sort of headset on and I paid for this or I took some sort of injection and I'm paying for this. I don't think in my simulation people would be trying to convince me it was a simulation. Like, why would there be people Ooh, in my simulation true. going... Glitch. No, there's too many. That's okay. not a glitch. The cars what? were a glitch. Sometimes you glitch out when you're like, let's go. Bo, bo, bo. Oh, Amy glitches out all the time. Yeah. The other one that I really like is this one. Steven Spielberg's UFO theory of human time travelers. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a pretty wild imagination, obviously, or you can't make all the movies that he makes. But he has a theory... And he told this to Stephen Colbert on whether or not we're alone in the universe. What if they're not from an advanced civilization 300 million light years from here? But what if it's us 500,000 years into the future that is coming back to document the second half of the 20th century and into the first 20th century because they're anthropologists? So for science. And secondly, we don't know how to manipulate time in any way at some point they'll figure out something we don't know how yet they're only we only could get so deep into an atom until recently you know now they're finding ways to get into it smaller and smaller so they're still thinking crazy things we're discovering but we have no idea how to mess with time mm. but when we do maybe we need to learn about how to make sure we don't you know poison ourselves to death in the future we come back and check us out that's all i'm saying i think it's a pretty good one is that going to be a new Steven Spielberg movie? Because that sounds awesome. It does sound like a good movie, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So that's mine. Amy, what is your favorite? What is this one? Your favorite one? One you believe or what? Well, I mean, this one I I believe we need to look out for in the future for other things that pop up. But it's that the 10-year challenge, which comes about every once in a while, is facial recognition rec- recognition stuff. What's the 10-year challenge? Oh, it's the one they put the two pictures? I think that was proven, wasn't it? Oh, it is? I think so. Oh. It was Russia. Yeah, they for sure when they were... They started the 10-year challenge so people would put up the two pictures so they could save all the faces into a database. Well, I've never, I've never done it. <laughs> I won't, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, but, but you're it's on a, social media anyway. All that stuff's there. <laughs> I know. It says, too, because like, social media has been around for 10 years, that they could easily just gather you 10 years ago and you now. Yeah. But when everybody collectively joins a challenge, it's just like all this information super quick and they don't have to Correct. go through and gather it. And it's a... Yeah, I think that it's not a conspiracy. I think well, it, it was. was. I think now it's real. Oh, it's real. Okay, well, so <laughs> yeah. don't do the challenge. They're still in all kinds. It's not even just them. Everybody's oh, stealing boy. stuff off social media. You know, media. TikTok that you're on, they're stealing your stuff. That's a different country. Oh, yeah. 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 Lunchbox, what do you got? It's direct deposits, a scam. Okay, but you made this one up, huh? No, no, this has been proven Come by on. me. Listen. By who? Me. By- okay. And I think other people are jumping on board now. It's gaining traction if you look on blogs. 
is that the companies want you to do direct deposits so they can skim 50 cents, a dollar, two dollars ever, everybody's paycheck. So every two weeks, they're saving thousands of dollars. I guess what I would say to that is if you say all these companies are doing it, it's not a group, like a specific collective group doing it. One of those people in all these groups would have said something by now to out it because they're not working together. They're just too many to keep it secret. That's what you think. But all the higher ups are like, man, if we keep this a secret, we get all this extra money in our pocket, CEO. Mm -hmm. Hey, we get a bonus at the end of the year if we keep this secret. Boom, there you go. You know, it is called the DD bonus. (gasps) Direct deposit. It's not called that. (laughs) I was like, excuse me? Eddie, go ahead. What do you have? Yeah, Paul McCartney from the Beatles. He's dead. He's not really alive. And it's, it's crazy. I think in the 60s, He died in a car accident, but they wanted the band to keep on going, so they just kind of lied about it. And they've tried to tell us multiple times, like in Strawberry Feels Forever, the song, at the end, John says this. This Paul the Dead Man, I believe. Paul is is dead, man. It's hard to hear because the first part is just like, zip, 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 zip. But if you listen, after a few zip, zip, zips, he says, Paul is... I just watched a whole TikTok on this. That's what I'm talking about, So dude. do you think it's real? No, I don't. But, but what are you talking about? Here it is again. Turn it up. That's from the beginning. Right there. Good. Ah, but he's saying I miss him. Miss him. Miss him. Miss him. Miss him. That's called backward masking, right? Back, yeah. Backward masking. And then on another song, he says, I buried Paul. Play it backward. Go ahead. Forward though, huh? So, guys, they tried to tell us multiple times, but we kept falling for it. We're like, no, no, no. On he's the Sgt. Pepper's album, they're all looking like a funeral. There are parts of the Sgt. Pepper's um, pictures where the only one, their face not, is Paul. Correct. On, on the walk across the street. Abbey Road. The, the car license plate has the, the month and day that Paul supposedly died. Come on, keep feeding me, Bones. Oh, it's a ton. I've... There's a ton. So okay. why are we acting like this is not true? This is exa- this is 100% true. No, this is true. what a band would do to be hilarious, and they were forward-thinking to keep a rumor going. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Have you ever met Paul McCartney? I haven't, but I... Of course I... not. I haven't either. Yeah, but we haven't Coincidence? Of- I think not. Uh, no, not a coincidence, because people like us don't get to meet Paul have McCartney. You, have you ever met Eminem? No, no. Bobby, you? No. Oh, wow. Oh, I think yeah. not. Well, he yeah. might be dead, too, then. I don't think Paul McCartney <laughs> is, is, you know, died in the I like in the that day. one. Ray, what's yours? Yeah, the Titanic hitting a iceberg. Come on. I'm from the north. Both actually <laughs> drive through icebergs, and it really was just a cover-up. That's when scapegoating started. You could just make something up. Hold the up. engineers, somebody, a huge company failed. Just say it's an iceberg. There's something to that. Hold and on, also, but, 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 because they could hide that easily back in that day. They could, Somebody could have messed up the boat sank, and they just blamed on an iceberg. How do we know? There aren't... No, no. Ray said that he's from the north and he drives through icebergs I, all the time. I, yeah. that. I don't. I can't listen to him say okay. stuff. But I do think that there's something to. We don't really know what happened. There's not computers on board. There aren't data. There's not film. You're right. But it, don't they go down to the bottom and look at the Titanic? But it could have sank for any reason. It could have been user error. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Could well, have been, it doesn't have a big hole in it. It could like, have been so manufa- you the hole. Ju- the hole just opened up by air. I mean, it had to hit something. The, the hole doesn't just sure. get there. Could have hit another boat. Could have. Uh, had an explosion on board. They could have went down after it sank and popped. I've never heard any of these theories. I'm just doing oh this. My but my point is, anything from back in the I don't yeah, know, you're getting on board 50, with the 60s or 50s, and we don't have the data. They could have been lying to us like crazy. Like yeah! Paul is dead. Like John F. Kennedy, who shot him. Right. Correct. They still don't know. They still don't know. So my point is, if we don't have evidence, we just believe what we're told. Sort of like direct deposit that you're getting all your money. 
Okay, so I just looked for these blogs he's talking about, and I don't Who see... Who looks for a blog? Uh, well, he said... I know, he doesn't read blogs. Right, but there's no... I don't see any blogs. <laughs> no, he's not. He just made that up. Okay. Okay, do you want to hear a couple of the ones about the show? Come on. <laughs> Some of them are dumb. Some of them... Huh. Might be true. Well, they're kind of like Titanic. Like, you can't prove it. These are some dumb conspiracies about our show. The Bobby Bone Show was created in 2013 as a diversion to the country music community. There was a large scandal on the brink of breaking that would have ruined the careers of several superstars and their record labels. So the Bobby Bone Show was launched on country radio to take the focus off of it. It was controversial to launch, and the show became very successful. So with the controversy and the success, whatever that was was always pushed down, never became a headline. So people got off scot-free because of our existence. What's the scandal? I want to know. Well, I don't know. It could have been a couple. Wow. But when we came on, it was pretty controversial. So you're saying we saved country music? Wow. As a diversion to well, some I'm big scandal? Well, I'm not saying scandal? saving. It could have been something really bad that happened that we didn't know that we were actually covering for. So we were pawns. Whoa. Maybe, if you believe that. Next I, up. I don't. Bobby became a member of the uh, Illuminati in 2017. Not saying anything about that. <laughs> uh, that's how he won Dancing with the Stars. And the reason he works so much is to repay his debts to the Illuminati. Hmm. What debt? I'm, I have no idea. I don't really talk about this one as much, but I will read it. Uh, Bobby's actually tried beer in college and has been lying about never having a drink. <laughs> Hold on. Bobby actually tried beer in college and has been lying about never having a drink of alcohol just to keep a streak alive. That's funny. That's funny. That one's not true, but do you believe there's any, any truth to that one? No. 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 But would you say yes if you were part of the conspiracy? No. Exactly. Eddie is actually single and doesn't have a family. That's why he never posts his family on social media. Has anyone ever seen Eddie out with his family? Hey, don't ask around. He created a fake family so that he could play the relatable dad role on the air. And he makes a killing on the speaking circuit. Have you all seen my family? You have not? Well. I mean, you guys have. But I'm part of the... I, I created this role for you, so of course I'm going to say that. <laughs> Raymundo is secretly wealthy. <laughs> That's all. Funny. He lives a wealthy lifestyle, and he doesn't want to draw attention to how wealthy he actually is. I rent an apartment. You drive a blazer. <laughs> yeah, but to cover it all up. Uh-huh. Every day, Amy. I'll give you one more conspiracy theory about this show. Scuba Steve has been lying about his age for years. That's why he gets so weird about it when I bring it up. He's actually in his 50s. <laughs> yeah. I can see that one. He's not looking up. Yeah. No. I mean. Which one of those do you think would be most likely to be real? Um, oh, Illuminati. Why would you pick that one? That uh, Scuba Steve lying about his age. Yeah, I believe that one. Yeah. For sure. He, is, he does look older and act older. I don't talk about the Illuminati one, so that's all. And Scuba, are you in your 50s? Uh, no, I'm definitely in my 30s. Okay. Late 30, 30s. 30 what? Late 30s. <laughs> exactly. If Scuba's in his 50s, we need anti-aging secrets now. But he doesn't ever say. Why is he so weird about his age? Because it doesn't matter. I'm, 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 I am who I am. I exist the way I am. Age means nothing. What if someone said that as Why a high school basketball world? player? Like, you look like you're 24, sir. Nope. I am who I am. I choose to be a senior in high school. Age means nothing. Right. I mean, that's how Prince responded to age later in life because he didn't want to def- be defined by age and he wanted to stay young in his mind and body. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's, is that what Scuba's doing? Maybe. You want one about you? I thought you said we were done. I know. I mean, this one's a, a little sensitive, so I won't do the one about you if you don't want to. 
whatever. Amy and her husband aren't actually getting a divorce as part of a rebranding her image. Ooh. She signed with a talent agency that, and it would sell more tickets or a podcast events if she could speak what? from a divorce perspective. No, I It's barely... a plan to rebuild a okay. new edgier Amy. <laughs> I don't know that anybody that would make this part of their rebrand. And I barely touch on it at my lives. Or... So you say? I can't prove it. Edgy Amy. Well, Edgy Amy. I can prove it. I'll show you. I'm good. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm good. All right, there you go. Those are some conspiracy <laughs> theories. I think I like Ray's, though. That, not about him, the one he brought in about the Titanic. Yeah. It happened cool. so long ago. No evidence. That dang thing probably got hit by alien. Okay. Spaceship. Oh, future us. Boom. Future people. All right, back in a second. We had a story earlier where there was a report come out from, like, the National Insurance Bureau, and they said, don't keep your registration insurance in the glove box because when people are breaking into cars, they go into the glove box, and they can steal that and then steal your identity or create fake ones. So Amy goes, I put mine in the freezer. And we were like, it's weird. You don't have to go freezer. <laughs> well, I put, I put a lot of things in the freezer. Yeah, why? I, I, I would think you would put in the freezer like a credit card so you wouldn't use it. It would make you think about it as it was melting or okay. you're breaking it. No. Why would you? I don't know. It's something I've always oh. done. I just keep it in a Ziploc bag, my passport. I guess I shouldn't say that this is where I have all my stuff. Yeah. I'll probably You know, move. I keep a bunch of money hidden under my bed. <laughs> you go seven paces to the right. I'll yeah. probably move it. I guess somewhere back in the day, my thinking was if my house were to catch on fire, that maybe the freezer would be the last place to burn. Ooh, and that hopefully makes sense. So, or if somebody's robbing you, that's the last place they go until I, now. But I honestly have no idea if that is true. So we said, hey, what about just keeping it on your phone? We have Chris, who is a police officer on with us in Florida. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. Hey, so you hear us. We read this story where they're like, don't keep it in your glove box. So then we thought, well, can we just take a picture on our phone? What do you suggest as an officer of the law? So I work for a sheriff's department in the Tampa Bay area in Florida. And so electronic insurance cards are fine. That's been understood for a while that you can carry that. A lot of people don't even get physical copies mailed anymore, but your registration from the state, uh, it, there is a statute that is required that upon request, you surrender the true copy of that to the law enforcement officer. And if you can't, you can be cited. And the reason behind that is having a picture of it on your phone we can't verify the validity of that document because we're not holding the actual one issued by the, the state. There are some, some things on the state's issued copy that we look for that let us know that it is true. And there's even a paragraph on there that tells you you have to carry it in the vehicle with you while it's being operated on a roadway. So would you then suggest that you like put it under the seat or something? If, pe- if people are robbing cars to still you know, our personal information, we should keep it in the car, but just put it somewhere else. So I, we get a lot of, we get a lot of car break-ins being in the Tampa Bay area. We get a lot of car hopping is, you know, what we call it, where they'll go through neighborhoods and pull on door handles. Uh, what we see is the big thing they're looking for is guns, money, and drugs. Me too. Um, they're not even worried about your registration. If they were to steal it, the most it has on it is your name and your address, which most of the time your vehicle is already parked at your address, so they know that. And if anybody was to look in your mailbox at any point during the day, they'd see your name or go to your county's property appraiser's website, and all of all of everybody's addresses are publicly listed. Okay, I like that. So. That's a little... The identifying information that would give them enough to steal your identity. Is there more on the insurance card? Is that what we keep that one digital? 
I don't think you just no, have the to. insurance card literally just has your, your vehicle information, name, address, and the policy number. Well, my policy number is my social security number. I, I demanded it be that. <laughs> um, okay, well, the, no, I, I'm kidding. But that's super good to know. I would like to ask you another question while I have you here. If someone is speeding, and let's say they're going 35 miles an hour over or 40 miles an hour over, because we read stories sometimes about people getting taken to jail for reckless driving for going a certain amount over, and then sometimes they just get a crazy ticket. How do you, as a police officer, determine who you're taking to jail or not by how fast they were going? So for... Speeding is very hard uh, in the state of Florida. So to prove reckless driving, um, one thing that is in our statute is speeding cannot be your sole your sole charge for charging the reckless driving. It has to be something else that they did recklessly, where they endangered somebody, endangered a pedestrian, something like that. Um, but most of the time, um, just speeding. The higher it goes, it just changes whether it becomes a civil traffic citation or a criminal traffic citation which would require you to appear in court and a judge would make that determination on your fine or if he wants to charge you with reckless driving or something like that. So if someone's doing like 130 in a 60 and all they're doing is speeding, but isn't that reckless going that down? Sounds that sounds dangerous. I mean that to me sounds reckless. Yeah. You don't take them to jail for that? You can. That would yeah. that would be considered reckless because it's, it's such an excess yes. um, that you can you can <laughs> literally say at that point that every other person on the road is in danger because of this person's driving. Now we're talking. Yeah. I lock him up five over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're doing 55 is a 50. Get in the car. <laughs> Do you say get in the You don't say get in the car. You don't put him in the car. <laughs> Let me say this, Chris, to officer. I don't know your last name. So I'm just, I just says Chris up here. But um, officer, that I know every day that you go out and you're just doing your daily job that there's a risk to your life. And, you know, I appreciate not even the work, but just the existence that you have in that job. Because anytime you pull somebody over, who knows what they're up to? Anytime you walk down the street, who knows what people are up to? And so the fact that you're out and you're doing this job and it's not like you're making a $500,000 a year and, and making sure that, that we're safe and people aren't robbing us. Like I really appreciate it because at any point your life is in danger when you're wearing that uniform. So thank you for everything. Well, I appreciate that. And I, I would like to leave you guys with a little tidbit on uh, on registrations. Well, um, let's end with something fun. All right, here we go. Thing, uh, for, the, for the stickers, uh, after you apply them to the license plate, take a razor blade and cut slashes in the sticker. Because then if anybody tries to steal your sticker off your license plate, because they will want to update their, their registration. When they try to take it off, the sticker will break apart and it'll be no good. Come on. Oh. Okay. Okay. Pro tip. Also, I was going to ask you, since people break into the cars, should we be putting our garage door openers hidden or something? Because that's what I always freak out about. If someone breaks in my car and they have my address, that they'll steal only the garage door opener and then come back and get into my house later. So... A lot of people do that. Um, I can tell you here, down down here in Florida, um, what they're doing is crimes of opportunity. They're looking for cars that are unlocked. They're not looking to go inside homes. Um, if homes create that unknown risk, they don't know if the homeowner's in there and they're armed or, or who lives in that house. They're trying to be as, as quick and efficient as possible and hit as many cars as they can. And a lot of times they do one single neighborhood and they don't return to that neighborhood because we'll have them on everybody has cameras these days so we usually have a good description of who they are we just don't know their name so them returning would raise their risk of us catching them and putting them in jail 
But um, if you can, if you have a car that you can program the garage door to your car and you don't have to have a physical garage door opener, that is that is the best case. Um, or if you just want to keep it in your purse so it never actually stays in your car. Oof. Smart. I'll lose that. Yeah. And I, I, I could never figure out my car, my car to do that. I had a car once that had that. I couldn't figure it out. Also couldn't figure out at the time on the VCR back in the day either. So it wasn't always <laughs> strong. One final question here. So should you call the police if you get in a minor fender bender and no one is hurt? Because Amy, this happened to Amy and she didn't call police. And then she just trusted the other person and like, hook her up. What's the protocol there? So in Florida, Florida is a no-fault state. So in Florida, you do not have to have a police report unless you want one for a vehicle accident because vehicle accidents are considered civil. So you would exchange information with that driver and you guys could be on your way and you call your insurance companies and it's on your insurance company to determine who's at fault in that accident and what party is responsible for paying. Amy, you're not in Florida. You just raised your hand like totally. Yeah, like gotcha. It might be the same here. Also, you can also you can leave the insurance out of it too. Yeah, and you just you trust handle, their Venmo. Yeah. Handle it. I'm gonna civilly. say that I don't recommend that. I don't recommend it either, but it did work out. I got paid. Officers, thank you for your time. I really appreciate that. Thank you. You guys have a good day. I see it. So professional. Yeah, that was awesome. Didn't even break out of character. Yeah. <laughs> the hired officer actor Chris. we thought to be an officer. <laughs> no, we that's a real police officer. All right, thank you guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Lacey, Washington. A man walked into a Target, filled up his basket with a bunch of items, and walked out. Only problem is he was driving a stolen car. Police were in the parking lot running the license plate, waiting by his car. And he had a bunch of stolen goods from another Target. So he stole, just walked out the front. Just walked they right saw out. saw it. Yes. And then once they tracked him back to the car, he'd also stolen a lot of other things. Yeah, well, the problem was the police were already waiting at his car because it was a stolen car he had driven to the mm-hmm. Target. Oh, so they already knew about the car. They didn't find it out after. Yeah, yeah. They were just sitting there running the license plate. <laughs> I don't know. This guy feels, I don't know, like he steals. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, klepto. Yeah, did Klepto steal cars, though? <laughs> I feel like Klepto still like, lighters from a gas station. I don't know. A pack of Big League chews, some socks. Um, also, it's, what's funny is Lunchbox is very intense with his. This story comes. You guys don't know this behind the scenes. Amy braces herself for that every time. Do oh, you really? What does she do? She closes her eyes and just waits for it. And then she opens them back up <laughs> because it is just so intense into the microphone sometimes that it just like envelops you through your ears. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> I've seen it a few times lately. No, not bad. No, it's not bad at all. I don't mean to scare you, Amy. I mean, I want you to be into the bonehead. I mean, the excitement, the... I think that is me preparing myself Mm -hmm. for the excitement. Yeah. It's about to happen, so (laughs) brace yourself. All right, that's it. Yeah, I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Pretty much all of us have blue check marks on Instagram now, right? You do? Yeah. Amy does. Lunchbox does. Eddie does. Yeah, check. Morgan, do you have a blue check mark? I do not. And neither does Mike D., Mike, how many followers do you have? I have about 69,000 followers. Nice. So <laughs> there are new artists that have like 4,000 and have had blue check marks because their record label or someone will vouch for them. How come nobody has vouched for Mike D here? We've tried, right? We've tried. And Eddie couldn't get one forever because he didn't have a last name on his. Yeah, I was just Eddie on there. So they said, you need to be a real person. Well, so I was going to try to line up and get Mike D. And now I see that Morgan, they don't have blue check marks. But now you can pay for it, right? Yeah, you can pay $15 a month to get verified. So what do you think about that? Is I don't know if it's worth it. All it is is a little blue check mark, almost 200 bucks a year. If you have the blue check mark and you pay for it, what do they say the paid blue check is? Oh, you get like some kind of special privilege, but basically you're just paying for the check mark. 
I think I read there was some sort of customer service thing that they, they take like your a, call face or yeah, meta some, customer service. Some direct what? line to Instagram. Can I get Zuckerberg now? Yeah. <laughs> I got a question. Ray, do you have blue check? I did, but then I changed my Twitter name and lost it. You changed your name and lost your check? Yeah. You can't do that. I, well, well, I was Bobby Bones Ray, and then management said you got to change that because it was perverted, so that's how I lost it. Perverted. I said you had to change it because I wanted you to have your own name. There's oh. nothing perverted about it. Oh. But where where did that word come from? Yeah. Hey, perverted? Why, yeah. Huh. Do you know what that means? Oh, Bobby Bones. Okay. Oh, I get it. Bobby, Bobby Bones, Bones Ray. Ray. I yes. never thought okay. about that. Me neither. <laughs> I told him to change huh. it because he needed to have his own identity. I didn't know the company said you couldn't say Bobby Hooks up with Ray. Weird. <laughs> Bobby Bones Ray. Hilarious. <laughs> I never thought about that. Okay, okay, okay. Get it. Well, the debate is, are you going to pay for a blue check mark? Is it worth it? Do you think it's worth it? $15 a month for a blue check mark. On Twitter, I had Twitter blue. I was already paying for it before Elon Musk came in. That way I could edit tweets because I had typo like crazy. And so he came and he's like, now everybody has to pay. Or you. And so I still have it. And now it's kind of lame to have a blue check mark on Twitter, which is what stinks. And you want to be verified, but it's like, I don't, you don't want to pay for it. But at least mine says legacy verified. Oh, that's kind of cool. I know. You're a legend. Does it say I paid for my blue check, Mike, if you get it? It doesn't look like it, but it just feels a little bit less cool that you can pay for it now. I would say let me try to work for a little bit longer to get you guys a blue check. And if we can't, then maybe you pay for it. Okay. Oh. Especially because, oh. like on 25 Whistles, our sports show, you're trying to book guests. I mean, I could probably pay for that for you since it's 25 Whistles. Ooh, that's a good argument. Bam. It's for business. Because that yep. one's that, that one's not show, but that's a show that I have to pay for. Yeah. This radio show the company pays for. Sorry, Morgan. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> but yours, I say let me try to get all you guys a blue check. Okay. And if we can't, we should probably pay for yours because you're booking guests. You want me to reach out to my Instagram? Yes. Yes, yes. See if you can get Mike a check. I it may take it cost us something, but what? You, no, it doesn't cost anything. Not no, you. No, I don't know. I mean, they hit me up looking for tickets to things. Who is your blue check person? Uh, someone on Instagram hit me up and said, hey, do you want to be verified? And and you got it? Yeah. What'd you give them? I didn't give them anything. But now, like, if I want, they, they came back right now asking for tickets to something. What? Why, are you, why are you doing your shoulders like you're stretching? Uh, tickets to what? Just say VIP it. tickets to iHeart Austin. Oh. Okay, tell them this. If they get Mike, Morgan, and Ray all verified on Instagram, I'll get them tickets. I don't know what VIP tickets means. I though. don't know. Just, I don't, I'm just telling you, man. This just, okay. person just randomly reached out to me on Tell Instagram this. and said I'll, they could get me verified, and they did. I'll get them and a guest tickets to iHeart Country Festival in Austin, and they'll have a meet and greet with you. Yes. That's cool. Good idea. Well, That's your gift I, to them. I, 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 okay. You have to give them something anyway. Okay, I'll go I'll go with you, Lunchbox. We're together Amy a and lot. Lunchbox meet yes. and greet. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, well, what I about an artist, that, too? They'll want that. I don't, I don't have the authority right now to do that. Honestly, okay. they're going to be like, where's Bobby? <laughs> Okay, see what's up. Okay, hey, I'll reach out to this person. Like I'm telling you, tell him that. Just, just say that. Hey, talk to Bobby. He'd love to help you out. There is no. I don't know what VIP means on this situation. There is no VIP right now. Okay. Oh, there is access upstairs to where the food and drinks are. I don't. I don't know that though. Can you promise them that? Uh, we we probably can. No, not uh, like. Can you promise uh, them that? Yeah. Okay, we'll work on it. No, because he has to promise them. At this moment? Yes. Well, okay. I mean, if I'm going to reach out back to this person Okay, on yes, Amy guarantees that. Okay. So we'll give them <laughs> VIP, but that means, that's that means like to the drinks know, and cool food. kids area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just say that, cool kids area. Because even if we can't get it, then we'll be like, this, this is the cool is kids area. Like the parking lot? Yeah. I like your thinking. <laughs> yeah. So say, we'll get you in the cool kids area, tickets to the show, and meet and greet with Amy and Lunchbox for three. You know what? Get kick off Kevin one, too. Four oh, check marks. Whoa, wow. Whoa, whoa. I don't know about that. Yeah. Four, you heard, hey, I said what I said. 
Oh. And then I'm going to need $10 a month from you guys. Okay. And you got to pay lunchbox. That's better than 15. That's hilarious. <laughs> no chance. All right. See if it works, though. I'll see what I can do. All right. We're done. You guys have a great day. Tomorrow on the show, Chris Tomlin is in. He's going to perform for us. He's going to do Good, Good Father. I'm super excited about this performance. You're a good, good father. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. <laughs> get, your, get your Bobby Bones on. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.